Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here, show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. What is up, TD Nation? It's your boy Gooby here, bringing you another outstanding episode of Show Us Your TDs. Woo! As always, I'm delighted to share this pod with my PIC, Melky, as we talk through some exhilarating and not-so-exciting moments in the NFL. So, Melky, how are you doing today? Ayo, your favorite frosty milk beverage is back for week two of Show Us Your TDs. And guys, I'm on cloud nine. Oh, yeah! The NFL and fantasy football seasons have started off with a big roar. Right, Lions fans? But the best part is we have a special treat. This is no ordinary treat. It's almost equivalent to Jamarcus Russell having a pizza party for one. What? I'm joined by a man who's the biggest Bengals fan you'll ever get to know. He's the voice of the theme song TDs, and most of all, he's uh, an extraordinary broadcaster. It's Matt Miller. Welcome back, baby. Hello, hello, hello. What is up? Not much. Ready to talk some football. Oh, I'm always ready. Brings a tingle to the back of my neck anytime someone says NFL or fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of fancy right. we talking about here that's, uh, that, <laughs> we, we that's need a to different go way of uh, describing it <laughs> <laughs> but, but what is up buddy it's been a few months since i've seen you man yeah you it's up been to? uh working like crazy man you know the grind just trying to make it in radio and seven days a week brother seven days a week it's kind of uh, dedication right there man yeah and yes, st- still managing to find time for football i don't know where that happens but clock management <laughs> some, of the, some of these coaches can learn from me. Clock management. <laughs> you, know, you know what's wild? I think it was last week I got up and I don't know, I was in like kind of a daze and I thought, oh my God, I'm missing class. I was going to text you and say, hey, Matt, can you just take some notes and like copy off you? But thank God <laughs> we don't have that anymore. So nope. yeah. Long Maybe done I, with the note taking. Now yeah. I get to just go and mess shit up for free. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Living the dream. All right, boys. Are you ready? Absolutely. Okay, let's get into our week one fantasy updates. And Gooby, I know it wasn't an outcome you were looking for, but lay it down for everyone. What happened? Let's hear it. Okay, so I think, I, yeah, I was projected to lose uh, 135 to 143. You know what? It was pretty. It was almost accurate uh, that prediction. And uh, let's let's break down how it went. Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. Lamar had nine points, nine as a quarterback. That was terrible. And, uh, and Josh Allen had sixteen. Not so well himself. Okay, Garrett Wilson, fourteen points. I mean, not so bad because of the circumstances and. The New York State, but uh, yeah, not so bad. That that catch that he did, though, yeah, that was an amazing catch. I don't know if you guys saw that catch. Oh, oh my lord, that was glued to the TV set because I had the Jets defense waiting. So it, it was a thing of beauty. Yeah, that filthy. Was, yeah, it was a beautiful <laughs> catch. Uh, Jalen Waddle, eleven points. Not great, not terrible. Christian Kirk, one point nine. Uh, that's that's a big stinker. Hey, you. Gibbs, eight points. Now, Montgomery took a lot from him. So I'm worried about that now because Gibbs is supposed to be the starter. No, not over Montgomery. He's a rookie. And it's going to be a split. Split, but Montgomery gets the nod because he's the veteran. Uh, Austin Eckler, 26.4 points starting where you left off. I'm perfectly happy with that. Uh, He is questionable. I think he has an ankle sprain or something like that going on. Uh, Hopefully it's nothing too serious. Dalton Kincaid, the rookie, 6.6 points. 
not great, but I mean, 6.6 for your first NFL game. I'll take it. Walker the third, 10.7 points. I wasn't expecting much out of him because uh, they. I think they have a deep uh, running back depth chart. They got him and Charbonnet, but if you watch that game, nobody on Seattle showed up. So that's pretty good for a dismantling by the Rams. Yeah. Daniel Carlson, five points. And the center of my team, the people, I'm saying people because there's more than one that helped me put up 131 points. Dallas defense. Okay, we'll get into it a little bit later, so I'm not going to go through all of it. But I mean, they just put on a show. They're arguably top defense in the league right now. But I lost 142 to 131. (laughs) The projection was 135 to 143. So, I mean, pretty, pretty close to the projection. Uh, projections. She had Brandon Ayuk who put up 32 points. Justin Jefferson put up 24, and Mike Evans who somehow put up 18. Even though their offense is just absolute garbage. Baker but, showed up. Yeah, ba- <laughs> Baker finally decided to be the Baker Mayfield everybody wanted him to be. So yeah, she she did well with her wide receivers, and that's all she wrote. Well, Gooby. Sucks to be you, but yeah. lucky for you, you started off 0-4 and, and you've roared back to the finals and won, I think one year being 1-4, and 1-3, so small bump in the road. It's week one. Uh, Matt, what do you what do you think about his outcome? Uh, it's fantasy. You never you never win in week one, right? <laughs> like someone's gonna I mean, win in week one. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm in a lot of leagues, and I'm uh, I took big goose egg in all of them. Um, yeah, every single one of them. I'm gonna level with you. Uh, all my teams, except for one, I'm very very happy with. Uh, however, uh, I fell victim to Lamar Jackson. I fell victim yeah. to Joe Burrow. I fell victim to. <laughs> <sighs> All the top QBs just didn't show up. Nope. It was a crazy week one, man. Crazy yeah. week one. Uh, week one's always crazy, though. I mean, if if you saw our group chat, me and Melky's group chat, <laughs> I kept on going. All I need is Wilson, Garrett Wilson, to get 30 yards and a touchdown. Wait, scratch that. Now I need 60 yards and a touchdown. It just kept on going back and back and back, but it is yeah, what were, it is. Yeah, you were crying out for Black Jesus to help you out, but nobody was helping you out hey, last night. From the start, from what I was starting with, going into the Sunday night game, I was looking to lose by like, I don't know, 50 or 60. Melky, enough about me. Let's get into you. How'd you do in your fantasy week? Well, my outcome was a lot different because Milkman won. He won 147 to 131. So I guess people do win, like Gooby alluded to. And I'm not going to go down my list because it's too many players. I have my three stars that I'm bringing back. And we're going to start with Amon St. Brown. A nice crisp 19 points in the Thursday game. That was a great game, too, if you didn't see it. Fantastic. Lions, Chiefs, big difference when Kelsey's not on the field. Big difference. Number two, and I mentioned them just a little earlier, the Jets defense. Now, they didn't quite put up the same amount of points as the Cowboys, but Whitehead with three interceptions and the end of the game where it's a return for a touchdown. I mean, I'll take those points any day. So thank you, Jets. You're good for something. And last but not least, Arguably the best running back in the game, Christian McCaffrey, CMC, 25.9 points, solidifying my team to victory. Sorry, champ. I had to take you down. It was a fluke last year you won, and I'm off to a great start. So, boys, I want to hear first kudos, and then I want your takes on my victory. <laughs> uh, first off, I will argue because you said arguably the best running back in the league. I will argue that Austin Eckler might be the best running nope. back in the league. Nope. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Nope. 
Christian McCaffrey is way better. Sorry. 25 points to 26 Christian points. McCaffrey throws touchdowns. Does Eckler throw touchdowns? That don't matter. Did, it does did you matter. get more points than I did? Did I win? Just because you won doesn't mean that Christian McCaffrey didn't put up less points than us and Austin Eckler. Did I win? We're not talking about winning and losing. We're talking about running back versus running back. In the draft order, so Matt, you can help me out here. In everyone's fantasy draft order, who was ahead? Was it Christian McCaffrey or was it Austin Eckler? I'm taking CMC every day before Eckler. Yeah, but again, points... 26, 25. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, but Christian McCaffrey's still the better back. We're, we're not talking fantasy points here. We're talking about as an actual player, Christian McCaffrey is way better than Austin Eckler. Yeah, well, Christian McCaffrey also has a better team. Are you some kind of moron? That is a valid point. That too. is a valid point. Okay, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, no, congratulations, Sorry. man. 147 to 131. That's a good outcome. Um, I think you scored the top. No, second top. No. That was second top. Yeah, because uh, Tim, Timmy, Timmy Tim, was top. Tim put up like 155 or something like that. Yeah, no, it's good for you. Keenan Allen, I think he's going to get alive. Mike Williams is out for an extended period of time. Mike Williams um, is always out. Yeah, I know. I don't know why anybody tries to draft that guy. It's terrible, terrible <laughs> pick. Uh, I was very surprised that Jalen Hurts did what he did. I, I thought he would do put up more. Like I said, though, all the big QBs kind of took an L this week in fantasy, so... Matt, what do you think? Uh, I'm thinking that I'm looking at my roster right now, and boys, I'm so disappointed. Let me tell you, I started a bunch of guys this week that I was like, okay, there's like four that I was like, okay, there's no way this guy's gonna do good, but like it's the it's the only option I had. I didn't have a draft pick for the first five rounds of this year because I tried to sell it all for the championship just to find out that I lost four guys to injury in the semifinals. Yeah, that's, I'm not salty about that at all. Uh, so I didn't have any draft picks this year, so I rolled with uh, Pittman Jr., Ridley. I'll go through all the like the decent ones. I, uh, Jordan Love is my QB one this year. Like. Shoot me in the face, please. I know he had a good week, but like we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, my backs are Mixon and Jacobs, like uh, respectable week, but nothing yeah. to write home about. Um, I have Andrews, but uh, apparently he just decided that uh, he just doesn't want to play football this week. Gerald Everett. This is where it gets really bad. I started Antonio Gibson and I started Sky Moore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not even Jacoby Myers dropping a 34 for me and Brock Purdy as my QB2 could save me this week. Yeah, Jacoby did well this week. Before he got concussed, oh, he was a monster. Him and Garoppolo have that nice little connection. And yeah, you might want to be starting Brock Purdy uh, over Jordan Love. Yeah, it's you know it's it's really bad when you just dropped like a massive waiver bid on Zach Wilson. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking at him as he might be the savior of my season and i'm not comfortable with this <laughs> nor should you because i don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback going into week five or six i think he gets pulled yeah there's going to be some finesse happening i just gotta hope i just gotta hope i'm gonna hold out hope kyler murray comes back this year please help me like you're two years Murray. old but be my lord <laughs> i don't think murray's coming back yeah sure. i think they're keeping him out so they can get that number one pick Oh yeah, yeah. I got the got the dub. It's a great start to the year, and my next victim uh, better be prepared. Yeah. Speaking of that, what is your next victim? Let's hear Matt's result for week one. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> oh, I lost. All right, so I lost. We don't even was, need to get into the bare bones. But okay. I just lost. Was it, it was, was it close? Uh, I started Sky Moore. That's that's how bad. <laughs> I almost started uh, Sky Moore. Actually, <laughs> I thank God I didn't. Two eleven to one eighty four. So not bad. No, no, it could have been worse. Two QB league? Yeah. Yeah. Super deep. We do like some massive scoring and... Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Been around for a while, but like, yeah. It was week one, man. I like when I win. I'm more exciting when I win. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, right? (laughs) All right. Well, do you want me to take it away then? Yeah, yeah. Who who you got uh, this coming week? uh, All right. Lay lay out your matchup. I got the worst team name in our league, Mike's team. That's lame. That's the team name is Mike's team. And he also had the worst loss this week. Come on, it's fantasy football. Put some effort into a team name. Like, wait, Matt, do you know my team names? I have two leagues. 
I don't know your team names. The one in Melky's League is CD's Nuts. Nice. And the other one is Burrow These Nuts in Your Mouth. <laughs> hey, yo, what the fuck? Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're obsessed with nuts. <laughs> I'm going to call you the Nut Gobbler from now on. Yeah, all right. I, all I right. was creative rolling with the Mixon administration. <laughs> that's good. That's I like good that. One. I like that. All right. All right. Uh, so it's CD's Nuts versus Mike's team. It's Lamar Jackson versus Dak Prescott. Uh, I'm kind of giving it to Lamar Jackson this week. I think he has to have a bounce back game. And Prescott. He's facing the Jets, and that defense is no joke. Arguably top three defense in the league. Now, I got Garrett Wilson versus DJ Moore. I got Jalen Waddle versus Michael Thomas. Christian Kirk versus Zay Flowers, who I picked to be Rookie of the Year this year, and he balled out. So look for more from him. I got Gibbs versus Nick Chubbs, Austin Eckler versus Josh Jacobs, Dalton Kincaid versus Mark Andrews if he comes back, Kenneth Walker III versus uh, Matheson, Daniel Carlson versus Bucker, and Dallas defense versus Philly defense. I am predicted to win 130 to 124. I see this being tighter than what it says because honestly, Gibbs not doing much, uh, especially if it's a split backfield. Christian Kirk, I need a little bit more out of you than 1.9. Um, other than that, I mean, my team is good. Austin Eckler has got questionable. And Dallas defense against the Milf Hunter, I think it's going to be a good game. <laughs> Matt, you want to go, go? Yeah, go Matt, ahead. what do you think? So... Uh, the the Mill Hunter reference is already hilarious. I think he dances. I think you're. I think you're winning this week. I think so. Uh, I think all so. Right. I I like that. I like that. Melky, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think your matchup is going to be very tight. Your teams are similar. I mean, your wide receivers are better because he decided to grab Drake London, who's on the bench. Drake Drake London as his number three pick. So, well, technically, number two, yeah. yeah, technically number two pick instead of going Olave, Ridley, St. Brown, like actual, actual good wide receivers. So I think you've got that in the bag. I mean, he does have the better running back. Uh, actually, it could be a wash because he's got Chubb. You've got Eckler. Don't sleep on Gibbs. He doesn't just run. He's a, almost a gadget guy. He can catch. He can fly. He's a rookie. You have to remember, this is only week two. Don't give up on him. He's a good player. They wouldn't have drafted him so high in the first round if they didn't think he was a good player. Yeah. Jacobs, that Raiders team, you never know what you're going to get. Jacobs is not putting up the season he did last year. No. I'm saying this right now. Hell no. So if everything goes accordingly, I mean, you got arguably the best defense in the league. How many points did they give you? 37? 37. Yo, 47 in my other league, though. It was crazy. Are they going to give up like a 30 and 40 piece again? Maybe not, but the Milf Hunter loves to throw the ball away, scrambles like a lost child, though, and he looks like one too. Sky's the limit for that defense. So I think you probably have the edge because of the defense and your wide receivers. Yeah. Now, I was thinking uh, quickly, guys, if you want to, you know, help me out here, I was thinking of benching Gibbs putting Walker into that second RB spot and either starting Nico Collins or Rashad Bateman. Nico, Nico Collins could be a good start because they're playing Indy. Yeah. And Indy's a tire fire right now. So that might be a possibility. And and Nico put up 14 points against He's a, He's a good wide receiver. Yeah. I and then Bateman's play playing Cincinnati. What, what's that, Matt? I think I still play Gibbs. You think I would still, still play Gibbs, Gibbs overall. Like, yeah. yeah. As much as that's a good idea, I wouldn't gamble yet and take a risk right now. You're trying to get your first dub, and Gibbs is good. It could be the Gibbs show instead of Montgomery this weekend. Yeah, is it PPR? It's PPR. Yeah, full PPR. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think you gotta roll. Ah, uh, man, no, I still roll Gibbs. I still roll those those running touches are like. I think you're right, Milk. I think it's gonna be the Gibbs show this week. Yeah, and it's unfortunate it, for me because I got Montgomery in two other leagues. So. <laughs> and if Eckler's out, I will probably put in Nico Collins. Eckler's not out. I've had him on my team, and every he's year, yeah, he's always questionable. But he he plays. He's a workhorse. 
All right, all right, Melk, your team, your matchup. What do you got? All right, so uh, so Matt, my team is called McCaffrey Creamers. I think I told you this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did <laughs> on our chat, and I'm facing Chase down ass up. I'm projected to win 137 to 132, so it's it's going to be pretty tight. That's what she said. <laughs> we got Jalen Hurts versus Justin Fields. I like Jalen Hurts to bounce back on Thursday. It was a rough show. I was expecting at least 20 points. He didn't even break the 20 mark, so that was disappointing. I'm on St. Brown versus your boy, Jamar Chase. I like Jamar, man. Jamar, I'm a huge fan. I expect him to bounce back. I expect the Bengals to bounce back. And we're going to talk about that later. Oh, yeah. Look how ugly that was. Keenan Allen versus Amari Cooper. Give that a wash. Scary Terry. He better do something. Did nothing for me this past week against Traylon Burks. CMC versus Bijan, Derrick Henry versus Etienne Jr., Frermuth versus Kittle. I got Pickens in my flex right now versus uh, Damian Pierce, and then Saunders versus Bass, and then the New York Jets defense versus Jacksonville. I might switch Herbert in for Pickens. Herbert was okay. I think he's gonna he's gonna be used more in in their next game, so we'll see. Yeah, that's my squad right now. Matt, what do you think? I think you're going to walk away with this one. Uh, I, I'm fearful for the Jamar Chase thing, but because uh, I'm predicting the Bengals are going to come out looking to make a statement. You can't go 0-2, and you especially can't go 0-2 in the division. Mm-hmm. Like two divisional games to start. Okay, yeah, we get it. We'll talk about the, the Cleveland game a little later. We get it. We, it happened. We got to move on. We cannot <laughs> lose. Yeah. To Baltimore, we need to establish some dominance. And I think that's exactly what Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to do this week. So I'm a little fearful for that. But kind of everywhere else, I think I, I like your roster better. I think there's just more big-time ballers on, on my team. Like mm-hmm. like Henry at any minute could have a big game. CMC already did. I think St. Brown's going to be a top-five wide receiver at the end of the year. Target she, machine. Exactly. He's a target machine. Great way of putting it. Keenan Allen's looking for a bounce back. She's got like Kittle, like Kittle's fine, but you never know what you're going to get from Purdy. Etienne Jr., they're using the rookie a lot more. I mean, Bijan's a stud, but it's a two-back race right now. They're splitting the carries until Bijan asserts himself. I do like my chances. Goobs, I know you don't like cheering for me, but what do you think? Let's hear it. I think you win. You have good running backs, and he has good running backs, so... She, she. Oh, she. Sorry, Lisa, I didn't realize. What?! It's hard to say for the running backs. Yeah, McCaffrey, arguably top two running back in the league. Derrick Henry can, like you said, can put out any time. But so can B. John Robinson and so can Etienne Jr. I could see Pierce having a bounce back game versus Indy because he only put up nine points. So he's probably looking to be like, I'm hungry. Give me a couple shots. It'll be toss up. I think Hertz is going to have a good game against Minnesota. So... In the end, I do give you the win. I think it'll be probably like a 10 or 15 point win. I, again, though, George Kittle, I was, I'm not like, I, I like the guy, but I'm not a fan of his playing. I think he's overrated. You know what? I can't argue there. I've had him on my team in one minute he's there and one minute he's not. Yeah. So I, I really say, and I don't know why she has Jacksonville defense. I mean, they're not great. <laughs> I, there's probably better defense in the league somewhere. Gooby, you know why. <laughs> you know why. All right. All right. So, all right, Matt, lay down your matchup. So, yeah, what do you got? My matchup is looking like it's probably the closest matchup I've ever seen projected on Yahoo. We are projected to be 166.22 to 166.12. Nice. Yeah. Um, quarterbacks going off against each other right now, and this is pending, you know, me maybe making some roster moves. Uh, Jordan Love, Dak Prescott, wide receivers. I'm rolling with Pittman, Ridley, and I'm hoping, hoping that if I'm rolling with Jordan Love, I better get Christian Watson back. I need him back. I need that stack. It's my key to winning, I think. Get Sky Moore the hell out of that lineup. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's rolling with Elijah Moore. Shoot him Tyler into the Lockett. sky. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tyler Lockett and DJ Moore. So I think I've got the stronger wide receiver corpse. He hasn't updated his lineup yet. So he's still got JK Dobbins in there. 
Uh, I don't know who his second option is to my Joe Mixon. And he's got Eckler to my Josh Jacobs. So coin toss on what's going to happen there. I still personally like mine better. And then we get to the tight end. He's got Kittle, our boy Kittle. (laughs) And uh, hopefully Mark Andrews decides that he wants to play football this week. Because if that happens, then, you know, and he plays football pretty good because he's pretty good at football. Uh, Then I like my tight ends. Um, I love now. my tight ends, bro. We, right? we all like our tight ends. Don't, don't hate. Nothing, nothing better than a good tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to roll with Antonio Gibson because I'm so bullish on him this year. I, I think he's going to have a year. He's rolling with uh, Samaj uh, P. Ryan, former okay. Bengal. Yeah. Hoping Myers gets through the uh, gets through concussion protocol because then he's going right back into my lineup again. He's rolling with Ramon J. Stevenson. And then my QB1 or QB2 and his QB2 are Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. I've got Brock Purdy. I think I like my chances there, especially after what happened <laughs> against Dallas. Yeah. And then defenses, I'm rolling Cincinnati, but I'll probably end up swapping that out to Cleveland. And he's rolling with Dallas. I need Cleveland to have another game like they had. But uh, what do you guys think? I like your chances, man. Though that Dallas defense is always uh, it's always something to be worried about right now after week one. But yeah, your chances are good, especially. I mean, I, I know two keep uh, two QB leagues are really hard to come by when you got quarterbacks. But man, I would not want to be rolling with Daniel Jones right now. So nope, I think you'll do well. I think I think you can pull up the W this week. He's got it in the bag. Your overall team's better. I like your matchups. Only You're right. <laughs> the, since we're talking smack about Kittle, watch Kittle go off. Yeah. <laughs> but if Andrews that, is back, then I got Andrews and I'll be yeah, happy. Exactly. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, you got this in the bag. The, I mean, the Dallas defense is great, but they're not doing the same thing they did in yeah. week one. Maybe later on, but I don't think so. That Jets game is going to be a lot closer than people think. Mm hmm. But overall, you you got this. You're you're gonna be one and one after week two. One and one. Look at you. So, are we saying we all get dubs this week? Then I think it's a dub all around. All right, all right. I like it. I like it a lot. Holy, holy, holy! Who is the backup? Richard Todd or Ken (laughs) O'Brien? It's hey, it's our. Wilson still plays it. Yeah, yes, he's still there. He's the first first round pick last year. I didn't didn't know they had any other quarterback besides Aaron Rodgers. That's the only quarterback I thought they had on the entire roster. Uh, Speaking of dubs, let's go into some NFL news. And Melk, you got a nice little starting news segment for us. So why don't you kick it away? Well, it's not a new starting segment. It's just the NFL roundup. But Tua shocking the Chargers, guys. 36 to 34. I don't know if you were able to watch the game. It was actually quite spectacular. Man, Tua going off for 466 yards, three TDs, five rushing yards, fumble. But that's typical Tua and one interception. But these were big time numbers. The star of the show is Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 215 receiving yards, two touchdowns with 15 targets. And the counterpart, Justin Herbert, 228 yards, one TD, 18 rushing yards, and he rushed in a touchdown for himself. So, boys, big game off the bat. Tua, obviously the victor. Is he going to have a big season? And is he going to be in the MVP conversation? Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Go. Yeah, so Tua is, I've been saying this for two years now, Tua is one of the most interesting players in the NFL to me because the potential for absolute greatness is there, but you just need to stay healthy. Tyreek Hill's getting old, man. What happens if anything happens to him? I, do, I don't know. I don't want to put him in MVP candidate territory yet. I want to see what he looks like in week five. Let's see him take some hits first. If he takes some hits, he's not getting up. You're talking Tyreek Hill getting injured. They have Jalen Waddle. Uh, True, true. I'm not too worried about them losing Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's going to be a big, big impact, but Jalen Waddle... Give it another season, he could be a top like a top wide receiver in the league. He would go number one. Now, he'll be looking for some money eventually, and he might get traded. 
but I don't see that happening. Once Tyree Kill leaves, Waddle steps in to be number one. I, I think they'll do fine. Now, MVP category for Tua, probably not. I think he will be a top five quarterback this year. Ooh, bold prediction. I think he will be a top five. Now, it's not just because he's getting better, but it's also because of his weapons, right? Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, they got a good dual threat in the backfield. So I would say he'll be top five, but I don't think he will be in the top three. Okay, fair enough. All right. And, and Tyreek Hill getting older. If he's getting older, then we're getting ancient. That's all I have to say. Gooby, let's fly to New York. What happened uh, against our Cowboys? Flying to New York. Bud, dude, I just want to say I started off getting excited. You know, I got my nachos. I got my salsa. <laughs> I, I got I got my sour cream. I got everything ready. I'm just getting ready to, you know, chips with the dip. You know what I'm saying? Chips with the dip. And Dallas defense puts up so much. Okay, first of all, let's let's talk score. 40 to nothing. Holy crap. Okay. When when you put up a big goose egg and let up 40 points, there's a problem with your team. Okay. I'm just gonna say that now. Dallas defense, though, like I said, arguably probably the best defense in the league. Seven sacks, two INTs, one forced fumble, and two touchdowns. This is a defense that's going to win championships. Dak Prescott, mediocre. 13 for 24, 143 yards, zero touchdowns. Pollard scored two, but only had 70 yards. C.D. Lamb, four receptions, 77 yards. And then Coates only had two receptions for 22. I mean, mediocre on the offensive front, but I mean, they weren't really on the field much because two touchdowns, they basically sat out the first half. Daniel Jones, 15 for 28, 104 yards, two INTs. Barkley, now Melky, I think you said this last pod or just in conversation with us uh, that Saquon Barkley wasn't going to be the Saquon Barkley of last year. He only had 12 carries for 51 yards, kind of measly, but again, it's the defense, man. That front line is huge. Um, but yeah, I know me and Melk, we love this. Like, I was messaging back and forth. This this was just getting me going. This this is what excites me. Week one, 40 to nothing. Let's keep it rolling. Melky, do we keep it rolling against the Jets? It's going to be a lot closer. We do beat the Jets because you have the Milf Hunter coming into unfamiliar territory, trying to spring up our, our women in Big D. It's not going to happen. The Dallas D isn't going to slap the Jets in the face like we did the Giants. But we'll get the dub. As far as the game is concerned, wow. What a showing from the defense. Prove that Dan Quinn is the best defensive coordinator out there. Probably should be our coach or someone else's coach. You left out that there was a blocked field goal, too, that led to that touchdown. That was huge. That was huge. I jumped up off my couch screaming like, oh, is this really happening? Yeah, me too. I did too. So it was just a great showing. And you know what? The offense was mid at best, but who cares? Why would you want Dak to do anything else when your defense (laughs) is rolling? That was the best case scenario. Dak being mediocre, Pollard being okay. I'm just glad Pollard looks refreshed. It doesn't look like he is suffering from the torn ACL that he suffered in the playoff game. So everything just seemed like it was rolling in Big D and uh, hopefully continues in week two. Yeah, before Matt chimes in, uh, I will say that the Bills got to the MILF Hunter pretty good. So if the Bills can do it, Dallas can do it. I'm expecting a pretty big defensive game again. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Honestly, I've been saying since, I don't know, about the start of August, I think the Super Bowl this year is going to be Dallas and the Bengals. Wow. Um. I that's just, what that's what Gooby said too. It's the Bengals' time to make it, and it's Dallas's time to make it. And when you're fronting a defense like that, you can ride that defense, barring injuries. You can ride that defense all the way, and Dak doesn't have to do anything. He's got the yeah. easiest job in the NFL right now. He literally doesn't have to worry about doing anything. Find CD Lamb a couple times. You're good. You're golden. Let the defense take care of it. I don't think they're gonna crush it this week. 
but I do think they are going to do well. All right, all right. So, speaking of the Bengals, Matt, why don't we talk about the Bengals? <laughs> oh, oh, where do Let's I talk start? About your team. Where do I start? So let me let me let me start by painting a picture. Imagine <laughs> the day before you get the you get the notification on Instagram. Five years, two hundred and seventy-five million dollars. You're like, yes, this man is worth every penny. Then you wake up Sunday morning. You're like, yeah, I'm ready for this game. I'm ready for this game. And then you watch him fall flat for 14 for 31, 14 of 31. That is less than 50% for those new who are doing the math at home for 82 yards, zero touchdowns. But the good thing is he still does not have as many interceptions on the year as Patrick Mahomes. Get out of here, Mahomes. Get out of here. Quarterback rating of 52, and uh, it was just ugly all around. Uh, I want to. I want to say that it was just like a really, really poor performance. But also, like I'm a big fan, so I kind of got to make some excuses. Weather was terrible. It was one of the worst rainstorms I've ever seen a game played in. You know, he's he's got those tiny hands, man. You know, it's never good when Burrow puts a glove on. Burrow puts the glove on, get ready to lose the game. Uh, he's got tiny hands. Higgins couldn't get free. It was just nasty. Field conditions, nobody could get a running game going. The good thing is our defense showed me what I think I needed to see, which was they were able to keep the game relatively close until the end when they were just too tired to keep up. But other than that, I just don't I want to ignore that the game even happened. We had a bye week in the first week, and then we're going to roll. We're going to have a perfect season. All right. All right. I got a question for you, though. All jokes aside. Were you worried about week one or is it just move on, dust your shoulders off, let's get into week two? So the other point that I was going to bring up is like Burrow got hurt in preseason. This man, I swear, he's never had a good preseason. Like he's never been able to play preseason. So we always start slow. Last year, I think we went 0-2 to start, maybe even 0-3. And then we just turned it around once we got beat by Cleveland on Halloween. We just turned around and we like dominated the rest of the way. So I'm not at all concerned about the road forward. They're going to have to gel. Their timing was off. You know, Burrow's going to, he's going to come out next week. He's going to be Burrow of old. And it's going to be, I think, I think we're actually going to dominate the Ravens this week um, just because we have to. We need to make a statement. And that's just what Joe Burrow does. He does come back after getting smacked around or mollywop. So I, I can see that too. Gooby, what do you think? Well, I really love Joe, Joe Burrow. It's, it's hard to say with that offensive line, though. It's just, it's so weak, and they still just don't want to draft an offensive line. Like, it, it astonishes me every season. They're like, ah, fuck the offense. Let's go something else. Let's let's draft some defensive players, some offensive players, but no, no O-line. Screw that. Uh, that team would be great if they had an O-line like, um, like Tom Brady did or something like that, right? Once the Patriots realized that they had a star quarterback, they said, all right, let's get the most expensive offensive line in the league and it won you championships. They'll do good. Who are they facing this week? We got the Ravens, Ravens this week. Ravens. Oh, fuck. You guys are going to lose. Lamar Jackson's going to put up 80 <laughs> against you. <laughs> I just need the points. It's all. <laughs> Not taking it personally. It's all right, but you're going to lose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, um, no, I think you guys got a good shot of winning this week. Though, like I said, Lamar probably has a bone to pick and wants to put up a better performance than what he did last week. So it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Bengals will come back. And I love, love T. Higgins, by the way. I he think he outproduces Jamar Chase. Yeah, Chases we know here. you do. Yeah. But do you know what I actually think happened? Joe Burrow was too busy counting all the new money that he's about to make. He was he jumped in that giant pool like Scrooge McDuck in DuckTales and was swimming around and then he stayed up too late and he just wasn't ready. A small bump in the road. I actually think the Bengals win this week too. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Melk. Last but right. not least. The biggest news of week one, just when you think things couldn't go even more crazier, is that man behind me. Aaron Rodgers is officially out for the season, guys. Torn Achilles, four snaps into the game. Done. Looked innocent, but clearly it wasn't. And despite all that, we had a game. We had a game to watch. The Jets prevail despite 
losing their Lord and Savior as Gooby would like to appoint any quarterback. 22 to 16. So obviously Rodgers had no numbers. And out of the shadows comes the Milf Hunter. I mean, he did okay. He had 140 40 yards, one touchdown, the Garrett Wilson catch, like Gooby said, an interception and one rushing yard. And his counterpart, Josh Allen, who everyone thinks is a top five quarterback. Lord and Savior, right there, Josh Allen. 236 passing yards, a touchdown, three interceptions, a fumble, 36 rushing yards. Probably one of his worst performances. Boys, so much happened in this game. Two questions answered for from each of you. Let's start with the Jets losing Rodgers. What makes of their season going forward? Matt, go first. Everybody thought that like the Jets were going to come in with Aaron Rodgers and be uh, like Super Bowl contenders right off the hop. They were going to be naturally be better because Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. But I think Zach Wilson is capable of keeping this team as at least playoff contenders. I never thought they were going to be Super Bowl contenders. I thought they could make playoffs, maybe win the division. I still think they could do it. Brees Hall? Brees Hall can throw that team on his back. I mean... Sexy. Yeah. Then you you throw him in there with um, Gerald Gerald Everett? Yeah, no, no, no. Garrett Everett. That's the one I'm thinking of. Garrett Everett. Uh, And, like, he's just a a nightmare for uh, for defense. They're going to be so good. So good. I don't think they're winning Super Bowls, but I think they're going to be just fine. Goobs. All right. So, in my mind, I had the Jets going to the conference championships not anymore <laughs> i think <Yeah. laughs> I, I i think definitely making the playoffs probably the last wild card spot with aaron Rodgers out i think the whole, obviously the whole playbook just changes now they're more gonna rely on that defense and say you guys need to make the stops and our offense is gonna put up some points not all the points some points so i think they're really gonna have to rely on that defense and i mean they do say defense wins championships but a a decent quarterback would help too in my mind they'll be the bottom of the barrel of the playoffs and probably get knocked out like the first first round who's stepping in as the quarterback of the jets who are they signing who are they signing who are they signing? I, i have no faith in zach wilson i don't think he's the quarterback after week six I don't even know who's out there. There's crab legs. No, they're, not getting, they're not getting Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. And that's not I, that's not Bridgewater. Jameis Winston. Oh, Jameis Winston. Legs. Sorry, sorry. I know you're about to throw Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick called them. So the thing is, okay, no one's actually seen Colin Kaepernick's contract when he got that like hundred or hundred and fifty million dollars from the NFL for basically boycotting him from the NFL, but there were rumors that said that Colin Kaepernick, when he signed that, said he would no longer play in the NFL. So unless he's willing to give up, unless the contract's saying like he's willing to give up that money to go back to the NFL, if those rumors are true, then I think he's kind of screwed himself. I don't think anybody's ever going to sign Colin Kaepernick again. Jameis Winston, uh, see that's I'm not saying I would sign Winston. I'm just throwing names out there. There's also a certain goat that's around. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, hear I don't think Tom Brady would come back to the NFL. I, I think he's done. I think he's over. Unless they just offered up stupid amounts of money. No, it doesn't even matter about money. It's more legacy than anything. Actually, Matt, I want you to jump in right now. Your speculation with Brady. So I think it just so personally, I the idea in my head started as like just a joke. Because like I can think of nothing more Tom Brady to do than watch Aaron Rodgers get hurt and like the next day be like, yeah, I'll play. You you want your Super Bowl? It's okay. He couldn't take you there, but I will. Like I could just it's the most Tom Brady thing I could see. So I was like, it'd be hilarious if it happened. And then I really started to look at it. I was like, what's stopping him? What if Dallas says, fuck it, let's trade Trey Lance? Uh, Why would they trade him? They just got him. And it's a low risk trade. I don't know. No, because then it hampers them because the whole idea is to light a fire under Prescott's ass. So you made that trade then for nothing. And you're not going to get a fourth round pick. True. I'm sorry. 
I like where you're going with it, but the Jets are going to sign a name. It's got to be a name. Tom Brady just makes the most sense because the Jets have been a dumpster fire swimming in a pool of piss for how long now? <laughs> what better way to add to your legacy is Tom Brady with seven Super Bowls coming out of retirement to be the savior, just like Matt said, and winning number eight or attempting to win number eight. That's insane. Like the script, you know how there's a script in the NFL? That would be the best script ever written. <laughs> Wait, who's the uh, who's the backup in uh, Tennessee? Who did the, didn't they sign a, uh, a Q, QB? Levis, Levis, Levis. Oh, yeah, they drafted yeah. him. The guy who loves mayo in his coffee. Yeah. Yes, it's the fucking weird. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. I think Tyrod signed with someone too. He's he's in New York. Yeah, the Giants. Yeah, he's on the I, other side. I'm just going through the fantasy of list right now, seeing like what QBs are out there, like Taylor Heineke. There's not much, man. Joe Flacco. Andy There's Dalton. not much. Andy Dalton. Jacoby Brissett. I could see them rolling with Colt McCoy. Boy, in a while. Matt, good option, decent option. Just got cut. It's a thought. It could yeah. it could go that way. Or do they trade for everyone's favorite baby Yoda? Kyler Murray. Oh, that would be that would be a move. Yo, it's too much about, money though. Way too about, much money. What about Big Dick? Hey yo, what the fuck? Big Dick Foles. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. Yes. Okay. I you know what we can that. we can speculate all we want and we'll come back to this eventually. We gotta move on to Matt's uh, segment, but think about it. Oh, and by the way, is Josh Allen in trouble? Just quickly. Oh. Josh Allen hasn't been himself since he hurt his elbow. I don't necessarily think he's in trouble. I think he's still going to be a great quarterback. I just think something hasn't fully healed yet, and he doesn't have that confidence yet. He's not in trouble. I mean, yeah, just you know, bring back that confidence. One more. Fitzgerald? No, not Fitzgerald. Who's that fucking Washington quarterback? Yeah. Fitzmagic? Yeah, Fitzmagic, oh, there you go. Fitzmagic. I can see Fitzmagic coming Bring back. Bring that beard back. He, he was on the McAfee show a couple weeks ago. He looks yeah. good, man. The NFL is back, so you know what that means. It's time to overreact to week one. All right, Matt, what do you got for us? All right, so I prepped some overreactions to avoid this week. Because we all love to do it. We all love to jump after week one and be like, oh, my God, this happened. This happened. This happened. I need to I need to. There's some players that you don't need to adjust on. One guy that comes to mind right away. And like I've taken a lot of heat for this opinion over the past couple of days. But Kadarius Tony, do not <laughs> overreact to his abysmal game. Like, just don't do it. Everybody has a bad game. Look at Burrow. Burrow just had arguably the worst game a quarterback in the NFL's ever had. And we all still think that he's he's the baby goat. He's gonna be a, like he's gonna be the greatest one day. Kadarius isn't gonna be a top ten guy. He never was gonna be a top ten top ten guy. But I will always take a wide receiver that's catching a ball thrown to them by Patrick Mahomes. You know, one hundred percent, Patrick Mahomes and Kadarius Tony have been on that practice field all week, just throwing, just running routes, just throwing, just throwing, until he gets it right. Because that's just the kind of like that's the kind of team they are. Kelsey is still 100% the number one. He is the offense. Him and Mahomes are the offense. Clearly saw that this week because without him, they were nothing. But now they've been exposed, and I think they make that adjustment. And I think Tony is the only option. Rasheed Rice is amazing, but he's still a rookie, and I just don't think he's strong enough to really take charge in that offense. So I think it's got to be Kadarius. The other one that I have for you guys is not to overreact to my QB1, Jordan Love. <laughs> okay. He made a statement. He came out. He dominated. He played really well. Put up some good fantasy points. He was like, I am Z Captain now. I am Z Captain now. <laughs> but his name's still Jordan Love. Rude. We need to temper <laughs> our expectations. He has always been capable, but to expect a stat line of 15 for 27... 55% completion rate, by the way. For 245 yards and three TDs every week, that's not going to happen. You can throw Dobbs out there. You can throw Watson out there. It's not going to happen. He's not that good. So, like, don't overreact. Don't go out. Unless you're really desperate like I am, don't go chasing him. I would only recommend him as a flex option in two QB leagues. But he is 
going to be okay. Just don't sell the farm. Don't go and bid half your fab to get him. Like, I think that's ridiculous because I watched it. Everybody's like, oh, you must be really happy. And I'm like, mm, I'll be happy if he does it again in week five. If he's still doing it in week five, then I'll change my tune. And the third and final overreaction that I don't want anybody to take, and this is going off of fantasy football now when we're talking regular football, because I want people to save money and I don't want them to go out and lose all their money on stupid parlays. But do not buy in to the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the defense is fantastic. I will give them that. And they did just lay a beat down, but the game had terrible weather. Burrow didn't have any preseason work, so the timing was off. And let's be honest, it's the Cleveland Browns. Like, the Browns are going to brown eventually, right? And besides, I, I can't really, like, I can't say that you're going to be a championship team when your quarterback looks like Lord Voldemort. <laughs> like, I just can't do it. And it's slippery hands. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what do you guys think about those? I like the fact that you're like, you were talking about, um, you pick a wide receiver based off of Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, you you want that. Last year, I know I didn't win, but I got to the semis. I picked Juju Smith, and everyone was like, why are you picking Juju Smith? I'm like, Patrick Mahomes is throwing to Juju Smith, and eventually he's going to ball out. So, yeah, for sure, don't don't sleep on Tony. Uh, don't overreact. He'll, he'll get there eventually. It's just going to take time. Melk? Tony is who we think he is. He's just another guy. Yeah, obviously, if Patrick Mahomes is throwing you the ball, there's more cachet to your name. Can you really go much lower than what he put in week one? Probably not. So he's going to bounce back. I don't think he's ever going to be that number one threat the Giants thought he would be. But he's still going to be serviceable. I like Rice a lot. I think he's going to be a big time player down the line but he's he's a rookie like you said and then Valdez Scantley like all these guys serve purposes Sky more they also serve purposes in Andy Reid's uh, offense and they will and Mahomes will make them better for it I mean the memes were great about Tony after yeah. the game. you see <laughs> the little Giants one yeah and rightfully deserved rightfully yeah. deserved but I think he's going to bounce back. And I'm glad you said Jordan Love because I have Romeo Dobbs as my boomer bust. I'm not investing in Jordan Love. I'm not buying into the hype just yet. It's Jordan Love. Let's relax here. One game does not determine how great you are. And yeah, I want to wait and see as well. And the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I mean, I get it. They did take a giant brown dump on your Bengals. But that's not going to happen throughout the season. Watson isn't the same guy he was three years ago. Chubb is great. Mari Cooper slowing down. The Browns, they will brown, like you said. Is uh, Wade, Phillip, Wade Phillips still their defensive coordinator? I hope not. Uh, I hope he actually retired. I don't think so anymore. I think it is okay. somebody else now. I was going to say, because he, he was a great, great defensive coordinator. The Browns, until they can get rid of Watson, they're not going anywhere very far. They'll be sub 500, and that's all there is to it. He's not the problem. The problem is they're in the hardest division in football. Like, if you put the Browns in another uh, division, they're pretty good. They're not a bad team, but you have the Ravens, the Bengals, and I know the Steelers got destroyed by the 49ers, but it's the 49ers. The Steelers have a pretty decent team, and Mike Tomlin is the best coach in that division. Mm -hmm. So it is the hardest division of football. The Browns are a good team, just they're not that good. Is it the hardest division of football? 100% hardest division. Yeah, I think so. Is it because the good teams or because like last year, the NFC East was the hardest division in football because everybody was just all over the place. And it's always been like that with the NFC East. The NFC East has always been called the NFC least. It was just last year's respectable. Judging what we saw from week one from the Giants, they're a joke. Commandos, they played a terrible Arizona team and they barely won. It's not like they killed them. And then you got the Eagles and the Cowboys. Compared to four teams that are really good in the in the North, the AFC North, I got to give it to the North, man. All right. All right. I'd okay. say every team in the AFC North is a, like, is a playoff contending team. Uh, absolutely. All right, well, 
Well, I, I mentioned it earlier. It's Gooby's favorite pastime on the toilet. We're here with Boomer Bust. And I want our guests to start us up. What do you got for us, Matt? So I just went on a rant about this man. Uh, and I think he is a very, very strong breakout candidate. And it is, of course, Kadarius Tony. For all the reasons that I said before, he's got Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. There's no way Patrick Mahomes is going to let him come out and fall flat on his face again. And I haven't gotten any injury updates on Kelsey to find out if Kelsey's back this week or not yet. All news has been dead because of everything going on with Aaron Rodgers. So like if Kadarius, like if sorry, if um, Kelsey's out again, I think Kadarius is going to be the guy. He's going to be primed for success. He's going to have all the extra time in the world with Mahomes this week. And like you just know that they're there. They're cooking up something big. I think he is going to go off this week. I don't think he'll be a top five wide receiver, but I think he makes the top 10. Yeah, baby. Provided Kelsey's out. I got I to I I put that asterisk there. Kelsey <laughs> needs to be out for that. So way, to, way to protect yourself. You got to put him in a wide receiver one or a wide, wide receiver two slot. Yeah, I need to know who else I have. I put him wide, wide receiver two, okay. I think. All right. yeah. I'd put him as a flex. Yeah, I say a solid flex. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Gooby? All right. Uh, I'm going with Hunter Henry, the tight end for the Patriots. Henry put up five receptions for 56 yards and a touchdown in the Patriots' week one loss. Without Devontae Parker in the mix, Henry basically had to be the wide receiver two on the field next to Juju Smith-Schuster. He was able to capitalize on this, nabbing about 16 fantasy points. If Parker is out next week versus Miami, look to see Hunter Henry be a touchdown dependent boom for week two. After that, I would get rid of him. You want to know why? Because the Pats are facing arguably two of the top three defenses in the league in the Jets and the Cowboys week three and four. I would start him this week, but after that, don't even bother. Guys, what do you think? He's worth a start, but they're playing the Dolphins. And a former Dolphin is coming back to play his old team in uh, Galeski. And I actually think he's going to get a little more targets than Hunter Henry. They're doing the two tight end system. Belichick's known for that, right? And Hunter Henry, that's what got him paid out in uh, Tennessee for that very reason. So I do like him as a boom this week. But you're definitely right. After this week, flush him down the toilet. Do it Brown style. He is not worth the pickup. I think the offense is going to change too when Parker and Thornton and some of those other boys come back. So good call, Gooby. I 100% agree with it too. Like he's a great streaming option this week, but I think that's it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, the Jets and the Cowboys defense going after Mac Jones, who's not very mobile, is, is not going to be good for Mac Jones and that offense. No, fair enough. All right, Malky, last but not least. So I guess we're talking a lot of Green Bay Packers stuff here. And I'm going to go with wide receiver Romeo Dobbs. We had a nice week one debut. For me, he's going to be a boom continuously. Well, continuously this week, even if Watson returns. And I'll tell you why. So he posted four receptions, only 26 receiving yards, but two touchdowns with five targets. Although his yardage wasn't anything special, Dobbs opened Green Bay scoring twice in that game. He had an eight-yard touchdown pass to start, and he had a four-yard touchdown pass to end the game. Despite rumors of Christian Watson coming back, Romeo Dobbs is a great option for Jordan Love. It just opens the field more. He's a great option until Watson is fully healed, and for that, I would actually run him as a flex this week. Against Who are they playing this week? No idea. Oh, the Falcons. Maybe. Against the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. I like Romeo Dobbs. Um, even if Watson's back, it's gonna, you know, what, what was what was Watson's injury? Hamstring. Hamstring. So they're not gonna throw him in a hundred percent. He probably get about fifty percent of the snaps. So Dobbs is still gonna be looking to carry that team, whether or not it's a victory or not. Probably not. I think Dobbs could definitely get you at least ten points plus. I'm big on Dobbs, even with Watson there, because Watson's got the touchdown upside. He's got that unlocked. That's what he did last year. That's what he was the, like. That's what he was great at last year. But he didn't do anything else really that well. So they need somebody to do it, and I think that guy is Dobbs. So like he's gonna lose some touchdowns, 
but he's gonna get those receptions especially in ppr it's huge i think you're absolutely right i think he does he puts up a solid week for you this week i think all right all right and that concludes boomer bus we got one more segment probably the funnest segment because we get to you know do a little like bull predictions and whatnot uh so let's get into some toonie bets and i'm gonna start because i like to do my bull predictions and i'm gonna do the jags over the chiefs this week it's gonna be a showdown and I think the Jags pull it off. I don't know, man. I, I like the look of the Jags. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to do big things in the NFL. And the, the way the Chiefs looked last week, without Kelsey, if Kel- if, if Kelsey plays, it's, it'll be closer. But I still think the Jags take it. Yeah, I think uh, I'm just processing it because, like, I want it to happen so bad. <laughs> it's like... My mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yeah. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Like, I want it to happen so bad. I think you make some valid points. I like the Jags look really, really good this year. Ridley. That's all I need to say. Ridley. Like, he's going to, they're just so good. I think you're right. I think if Kelsey's not there, I don't even think it's close. Like, I think it's, I think it's a a seven point game if Kelsey's not there. Yeah. If Kelsey's there, I think it comes down to a field goal either way. But I I do like the prediction. Yeah. And I hope Christian Kirk balls out this week. Oh, how we forget about the champs. And first of all, there ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind, Matt. Unless it's from R. Kelly, then that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? This is going to be a fantastic match. You got the Jags facing the champs in Jacksonville. Yeah, Kelsey's that X factor. If Kelsey plays, I actually think the Chiefs come out there with a three-point win. If he doesn't, look for the Jags to win. Either way, it's going to be, as JR would say, a slopper knocker. It's going to be a fantastic game. All right, all right. Melky, what do you got? I'm just picking on the Green Bay Packers this episode. It's time to get your dirty bird on, guys. I like the Falcons. It's just for so many reasons. How do you stop that two-headed monster in Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algeria? One had 56 rushing yards, the other had 75 rushing yards. Each had a touchdown. Bijan had a receiving touchdown as well. I don't think Green Bay's going to have an answer for that. I'm not buying into the hype of Jordan Love, like I said. And it's home cooking. The Falcons do well when they're at home. And this is the first time they are over 500 since 2017. So... Let, let that continue. They're gonna be two and zero. Let's go, Dirty Birds. Matt, I like that. I like that pick. I think you're right because every point you made is what we've been talking about pretty much the entire time. Is like I don't believe you're gonna see that stat line from Jordan Love. I'll believe it when I see it for five consecutive weeks. Is what I'm saying. I love the Falcons at home. Yeah, it's I hard do. To argue. I always do. They always play well at home. And it's like, it's such a beautiful facility. You know, they get like, they, they got everything. They, they, I think you're right. I think that's probably the least researched game of the week for me. Yeah. So I don't really have too much input, but uh, I, I think you're right because I do like the Falcons at home all the time. Yeah, I agree. Falcons, Falcons for the win, especially with that running back duo. So yeah, it's a dynamic duo. And I just don't think Green Bay, as good as their defense is, they don't have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, what is your Tooney bet? Okay, so I think that the Chicago football Bears are going to win outright against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Justin Fields, he's an unbelievable rushing talent. The arm's coming along, and he's built so much chemistry with DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney. Words are hard. Uh, It's just been (laughs) unreal. And, like, let's not forget, Chase Claypool is an absolute beast. He's not good at football. But he's an absolute beast and he can block when he needs to. So I do think he's going to be a factor somehow. I just, I don't think it's going to be catching the ball. I don't think he's going to have a good stat line or anything like that. And like, okay, I get it. You know, Tampa Bay's, they got got Baker Mayfield. But let's remember, Tampa Bay has Baker Mayfield. (laughs) He had one good week. He's Jordan Love from Wish.com. Astute observation (laughs) has led to laughter. (laughs) We are laughing. (laughs) 
<laughs> let's not put faith in a guy until he proves it for more than one week. I think that they are not only going to win outright. I think they are going to put up and win by, yeah, I'll put it out there. at They, they win by at least a touchdown. Because the right. Bucks, Bucks are favored by uh, by three mm-hmm. oh, right wow. now. Well, they, they're the home team. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I agree with you t- wholeheartedly, Matt. It's, it's a no-show. Mm-hmm. I think it's closer than you think, but I, I like the Bears to come in there because if they go 0-2, then, you know, I think the season's a wash and people are going to say the same old Bears. They can't get it done. Justin Fields, you're supposed to be taking the next leap. We've got all these weapons for you, like Komet, DJ, Mooney, Claypool, Herbert, and you still can't do anything with it. So big pressure game. I think Justin Fields shows up. I think DJ Moore has quite the game. I also think Mooney continues his uh, progression as well and look for the Bears to get it done. Well, guys, just like Aaron Rodgers' season, this episode is over. Man, that's just mean. That's mean, man. Was that too soon, guys? It's never too soon on the internet, man. <laughs> no, not too soon. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me this week. You've laid out some beautiful playbooks in this chaotic episode. Goobs, my ride or die. Anything you'd like to say? Any last words before we sign off? Yeah, I just I just love that football's back. I feel for Aaron Rodgers. Kind of, not really, but I feel for him. But no, I'm happy that we're back doing this. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. You know your football. And uh, hopefully you can get a W this week on all four of your leagues. Thanks for having me. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Everyone's crossing here. Yeah, Matt, honestly, you're a special guest. And it's always a party when you're here. I feel like I've known you forever. I, I've said that to you the first time we actually started connecting. You're a solid dude. You know your stuff. You're going to be a big voice in the industry. I know it. Gooby knows it. We all know it. Yes, sir. It's coming soon, brother. Yeah! Where can they find you? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you have upcoming? You can find me at at Millsy on the radio on Instagram, at Millsy on the radio on Twitter or X, whatever it's called. I don't even know. Don't go there to find me because I'm never <laughs> on it anyway. So I'm there, but I'm never on it. So just go to Instagram. That's the best spot. And I believe me and Melky have been talking about starting something of our own in two weeks time, a week's time now at this point. Mm-hmm. Week three, I have not come up with the name yet, though. We are going to start doing a betting-based podcast, football. Ooh la la. So get your parlays ready. <laughs> and hopefully I'm right this week. Hopefully hopefully I'm right this week. Because if yeah, I'm not, then nobody's going to want to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'm right at all, because uh, my betting last season was pretty terrible. So I, I might be messaging you, Gooby, for tips as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I put up like 14 game parlays, so probably not the best person. Okay, to talk may- to. maybe I won't message you then. <laughs> On that, thank you, listeners, for uh, for tuning in. Thank you to the network, NA30, El Jefe, Big Poppy. Thank you, Fantasy Football, for existing because life is just sweet with you around. Good luck to you both this week, and good luck to everyone who's participating in week two of Fantasy Football find myself at blackzilla27 at <laughs> at instagram uh, drama25 on on x or twitter or whatever the hell you want to call it gooby where can they find you i don't even know i think it's gooby and don't say the bathroom all right <laughs> I, I think it's i think it's just gooby with zeros yeah g00bie on instagram i don't use anything else i don't even really use instagram i am already just use things for uh, group chats so well, that's it for this week week two is in the books we'll be back next time and pray for aaron Rodgers because it's going to be a long time before you see him again subscribe now